Welcome to another episode of Stevenson's Mind. And the topic of today's episode is called Distance Equals Reality. And this is a fun one. I'm really hoping it's going to be the next best thing since E equals MC squared or sliced bread. Because once you get into this concept of distance equals reality, it'll really change perception for you. It'll change worldview. It'll change the way you approach things. And that's important. And more importantly, it'll change the reality, as you know it, of what is existence and, you know, what is your life? What is your purpose? So when I talk about distance equals reality, when I mean distance, I'm not really talking about distance in terms of something being far away. I'm really talking about its relationship to the object. So it's just a proximity metric that I'm using. When I talk about reality, reality is something that's subjective. You know, we like to say something is real. If something is real, it must be the truth. And then even, you know, something like the truth is subjective. But if we look at what reality is, it's it's different things to different people because reality really is quantum. What I mean by quantum is there's different layers to reality. So if you see something as it is, it's only as it is on its outward appearance. But if you think about it more, if you delve further you know, into it more, and if you, in the opposite way, you go further back and gain some perspective, you'll see the reality of the object change in terms of what it actually is. Because, you know, depending on the layer that it's existing, you know, that determines its reality. And also in terms of its meaning to you, its relationship to you. Because, you know, this is something that's infinite. Again, the the Qigong theory that the more you go in, the more you can go. And the more you go out, the more you can go holds true. So everything is always changing. The further in you go, you know, you're getting into the, the rabbit hole of things. And the further out you go, the more possibilities you're seeing at the same time as well. So if we look at something like a, a basketball, just on its outward appearance, you know, the traditional basketball is orange. It's got the black stripes on it. It's perfectly round. It's got a small nozzle where you can pump air in it. But then as you get closer, you see it's got the branding. It might say, you know, the company Spalding. It might have a pattern to it. It's got sort of like a, a netted groove pattern to it with the the mini ridges on it. And, you know, that's just, again, on the, the surface level. If you're looking at it, you know, from a distance, that basketball might just be an orange speck. You might not be able to see the detail that you would when you're really close to it. And then if you go on a quantum level, if you go into the basketball, you know, then you're really going to see different layers depending on how far in you can zoom. So, you know, there's the outer layer of the basketball. You'll be penetrating that outer layer and then you'll get inside the basketball where the air is. So, you know, depending where you're in, whether it's on the layer or whether it's inside the ball, that's going to change the reality of the, the basketball. The basketball on the inside is very, very different from the basketball on the outside. So that's what I mean, distance equals reality, because the further away you are from something, you know, you get a perspective off that object. And the further in that you're into an object, 
you get a completely different perspective. So really, what is that object? Is it just its outer layer? Well, if we're looking at it in its outer layer, then it is. But you know, if you go in, it's totally different. And again, going further back. So the distance really changes your perspective to the object and gives meaning uh, to its reality. And again, it, its purpose. Because, you know, when again, with proximity to things, you'll be able to do different things to it. It'll serve you differently. You know, how this came about, I, I like to go to a cliffside area in Scarborough and it's called the Scarborough Bluffs. And it's really a beautiful area. It's, um, it's very traditional and its name comes, I believe, from Scarborough, uh, England, uh, because the cliffside there replicates the cliffside here. You know, the imagery looks the same, the, the landscape. So they use the same name just to mirror that. And if you look at the bluffs, it's there's two areas that you can go when you're visiting the bluffs. So there's the the lower area, you know, that Lake Ontario sits on, and then there's also on top of the cliff, there's an area that you can oversee uh, the lake from from a height. And both are beautiful areas, and again, both give you different perspectives of the water. You know, the water up close is much different from, you know, the water from a height when you're on top of the cliff. My favorite spot personally is to go on top of the cliff because I have a more omniscient view. I love having a larger view. I can see, you know, the whole horizon. I can see as, you know, far as I can see with the water. And, you know, if you look at um, the map across um, Toronto on Lake Ontario, the U.S., and you can see, you know, a little bit of, of uh, the downtown core, which is east of, of Scarborough. You can get to see the skyline. And, you know, when you peer as far as you can see into the lake, it just diminishes off. And you've had this feeling, right, when you're on the beach. You look as far as you can see, and the horizon just sort of diminishes off. And then you've got the clouds on top. And they sort of, you know, run parallel to the lake or the water, the beach. And then they sort of come down, they droop down. Now, we know that's an illusion because, you know, if you were to go to as far as you can see, that skyline would continue. It's just, again, the perspective of, of what we see. So, you know, sometimes we can look at the sky and it looks flat. But then we've seen because, you know, we've gone outside of our Earth into space that the earth is round. So again, the distance to the object totally changes the perspective. And one of the most recent times when I went to the Scarborough Bluffs area, the horizon actually blended into the lake. So, you know, just because of the way the weather was, there was a little bit of fog. I could not distinguish where the lake ended and the horizon began, as I normally can, you know, on a sunny day. And even on a winter's day, I've gone there when it's snowing, and you're able to sort of see that that middle point where the horizon meets the lake, way off in the the distance. But in this day, I couldn't see it, and it, you know, I'd love if you were able to see the the picture that I took because it it actually folds into the lake, and it's just this one blue that's just captivating everything. And I really could not distinguish, you know, the horizon uh, from the lake. And again, that's reality because the the weather changed it, right? The distance as to where I'm standing on top of the cliff into the end point, you know, which is the where the, the lake ends off and the horizon meets, 
that's changing because if I were to go close, even in that same weather, it would be a drastically different view. So that's really important is where you are in relation to the object. The distance, whether it's close or far, really gauges your reality off the object. We can take um, an example of a plane. So if you're standing you know, on Earth and you can see a plane on its trajectory, on its heading, now, let's just say, for example, you know, it's foggy and the pilots aren't able to see. Now, you know, we know planes can, you know, go on autopilot and they travel at a height that's safe enough. And, you know, there's control towers to watch uh, the different planes and keep everyone safe. But let's just say, hypothetically, you know, pilots cannot see and the plane is heading, you know, towards the mountain. It's not high enough, uh, you know, to go over the mountain and uh, the pilot is blindsided, you know, with, with the fog. Now, you've got the advantage because you're outside of the plane to see that the pilot's heading onto a course, you know, that's not beneficial for the plane. And, you know, let's assume that you could do something about it. You could, you know, call someone, like, say, at the control tower, and they can, you know, signal off to the plane and get it to change its trajectory. You've got that omniscient perspective, that view, to see where the plane's heading because you're not inside the plane. And at the same token, if you're not inside the plane, you don't know what's going on inside of the plane. So what happens is it could be a very hostile situation in the plane, right? Like you could just see this plane from the outside, you know, on its heading, but there could be, you know, a situation that's going on in the plane that you don't know about. And again, that's your disadvantage because you're not inside that proximity. And if uh, you're able to see the plane is heading on a, a route that's not safe, that's your advantage because you're well outside its proximity. So both perspectives are good. I think it's important that you're able to see something from afar and you're able to get into something and go as far in as you can as well. Then you're really going to get a sense of you know both sides and that's going to form your overall perspective on its reality. Because once again, if we're going quantum, reality is not something that's just on the surface level. And we didn't know this before. If we, you know, look at, at history, you know, because of technology, we're able to, to go inside into the quantum layers. Uh, before, you know, we could go outside with uh, telescopes and things like that and get a, a new understanding of our theory of, you know, Earth and, and the universe. If you... Um, you know, think about astronomy. So with, uh, you know, people like Galileo, Bruno, Copernicus, you know, these were people who actually said, you know, the sun doesn't revolve around the earth. It's actually the earth that revolves around the sun. And, you know, someone like Bruno, he actually believed in, you know, many suns, many planets, I think also many universes. But if we just get to, you know, what they were saying because of their, you know, their technology, they were able to say, that no, it's actually the earth that revolves around the sun, you know, and that changes the reality of things, right? It changes what you believe, it it changes your, your worldview, you know, it also changes how you feel, right? How you would behave. You know, if you if you got inside something on a quantum level where you got well in front of it, you know, to gain some perspective, your understanding if it would change and you know it would change your reality and you know how you relate to it how your confidence might be, right? How your negativity might be. All of those things are, are important to consider. If we, you know, look at 
the example of a fish. You know, a fish is swimming around in water. You know, does a fish know that it's it's swimming in water? You know, we're on the outside. We can see the water. We can see the fish swimming in it. But, you know, let's get aside from the argument that the fish is conscious enough to know that it's in water. You know, just for, for our purpose, we have the objective view. We have the external view with perspective. So we, we know that the fish is swimming in water. And, you know, and as far as the fish is concerned, it hasn't been outside of water unless, you know, when it gets caught or it swims up on shore or, you know, some fish do, uh, you know, like salmon, they, they jump out of water, um, you know, to go, to go upstream and things like that. Uh, but, for, you know, for some of them, they've never been out of water. So their reality is, is totally different. And just, you know, humans are the same thing. If you've never traveled uh, to another country, uh, another continent, if you haven't crossed the ocean in a ship or a plane, you're going to get radically different perspectives of, of the world that you live in. Um, you know, just traveling by, by ship is just an experience on its own. You know, I mean, if you see the water from the coastline, it's much different than, you know, from when you see the water when you're on the ship. You know, for anyone who's been on a ship, it's a beautiful experience. It just changes your whole reality of everything. Just, you know, being in the middle of, of the ocean on a calm, you know, summer's night. Uh, which is pitch black, and you know, you've got the moon shooting down at you and forming a beautiful reflection, you know, on the water. You know, in the same regard, if you, if you're caught in a storm, beacon those waves. You know, it's going to change the reality of you know watching it from a distance, from the shoreline. It's still going to you know seem a little bit intimidating, uh, but you know, actually being there on the you know the ocean itself when that storm is happening, you know, going up and down with the waves of the ship. That'll change your reality of how you feel about water. You know, it'll change your confidence. So, you know, these things are applicable in almost any sort of, you know, capacity, any sort of interaction you have in life. You know, if you're looking to get knowledge about a subject, most often we just learn it on a surface area. You know, when I was growing up, we were, you know, taught to learn by rote which means don't question anything, just learn it as it is and recite it as it is, you know, during the test or exam time. Um, you know, that's just uh, my personal education. I'm not saying, you know, uh, no one does not question things, you know, in history, we've seen people question things and, you know, become martyrs for it. And, you know, as I mentioned before, people like Galileo, Bruno, you know, they were actually, you know, martyrs for the information that they brought that, you know, was revolutionary and was considered a threat to the local status quo. So if you're looking to, you know, get inside of a subject, you know, really go as far in as you can. You know, you can, if you're studying something, you can read the textbook, but then you can delve, you know, further in. You can, you know, branch off into different points related to the subject, you know, different related authors, different related studies and, you know, research and experiments. You can take a step back, right, and look at the whole perspective of the subject. You know, how is the, the subject in, you know, in the, the context, you know, that you're learning, maybe geographically or historically, um, you know, it's sort of point in time, you know, all of those things. Because, you know, point in time, you know, really matters as to, you know, influencing things, right? Like we look at the Renaissance era, you know, they actually took information from the Greeks and the Romans and, you know, it was the rebirth 
and you know because the renaissance happened you know there was like a reawakening um you know with knowledge in in, in italy and that you know almost you know i would not almost it actually changed you know the, the course of you know human consciousness where we we're heading who knows if it you know if it didn't happen you know what sort of stage we might be in right now you know where the the power would lie with you know education and politics etc so you know when you're studying something get to know it not only on its textbook surface level but again take that perspective outward you know know where it is in time you know that subject lies and also get you know in deep as, as much as you can you know a lot of this will will change your world view it'll actually change the beliefs you have right so again coming back to galileo people who believe that the sun revolved around the earth you know it's much different from the earth revolving around the sun the planets revolving around the sun and who knows as our you know technology gets better and better every day the more things we find out you know that's why you know it's not fruitful to have closed ended beliefs you know paul check is famous for saying this try to keep your beliefs open and as flexible as possible because the more we're delving out there you know the more we're finding out we really don't know what we know you know because the universe is constantly constantly expanding and contracting one day you know we'll actually you know might interact with you know aliens and then what's that going to change you know in terms of our belief and our world view are you know are we going to feel you know special as being you know the only ones on the planet right now you know how is that going to affect how we we live our life you know this thing is in terms of distance if you look at elevation something as simple as living in a condo building i find personally for me compared to living in a house and even you know compared to living in the basement of a house you know how elevated you are above your your normal geographic location that actually literally elevates the the mind as well you know your thinking actually changes at least mind it you know living in a condo if you're in an airplane you know being above your regular everyday life you get some sort of distance from it right and that distance gives you perspective you're able to sort of reflect on it because you're away from you know your your regular routine and you know both are important it's important to really get inside something it's really important to get away from something you know and distance also means taking a break sometimes um you know just to sort of refresh yourself again get some hindsight perspective because you know when you're involved in something you're in the midst of it you're really into it you're not able to see outside of yourself you know an author who who pens a book they need an editor to actually get that distance from you know the perspective of writing and to actually you know have fresh eyes on, on the writing so that you can spot errors that you know the author might not be able to see because the author is just fully into the book and that you know they just become one with the book that you know again it's fresh eyes they're they're not able to discern any spelling mistakes or grammatical mistakes things like that you know we go for for concerts we go for sports games and we love to you know uh, you know celebrate champions and we look at it as an external level right our famous sort of pop stars and sports stars and we glorify them you know and we only see you know when they're producing you know at game time or at the concert we see the physique that they have we see the energy that they bring you know we see the success that they have maybe the records that they set 
you know, we see if they're, you know, pop stars, the musicianship they have, or, you know, the vocal range, you know, the vocalist might reach, but we don't see inside what's going on, right? Like we don't see the, the background in terms of, you know, the struggles that they've gone through, you know, the amount of work that they actually do to, you know, make the performance seem flawless, you know, the, the experiences of the life that they've brought, maybe, you know, it hasn't been a great life, which is why they've brought it onto stage and been able to sort of with alchemy convert it from, you know, negative energy to good energy. And we don't have a perspective of that. And we think, you know, life is always great, but then, you know, we don't see the adversity side that, you know, they don't really advertise. It's only just recently that, you know, we've been seeing that it's not just all, you know, fun and games. We're being able to see sort of behind the curtains so, you know, I really encourage you to, you know, even with yourself, look at yourself inside versus how you, you know, react outside. You know, you'll get two different selves, you know, interacting, you know, because someone might see you on the surface level. And, you know, and you, with relationships, it's the same thing. You know, the person you see on the surface level is very different from, you know, the person that you have an opinion from versus what the person really is like inside. You know, there's very different sort of uh, dynamics to it. I think Jay Shetty, he's got a really fun quote that says, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. You know, there's that, that dance with that perspective. So think about this stuff and remember, distance equals reality. I'll see you on the next episode.